Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business since 1994. The purpose of this podcast is to use science to get to the real deal of what really works and most importantly, why it doesn't work. I'm going to talk about hit pause today. Hit the old pause button and what does that mean as far as your resistance training goes before i get to that let me thank jonathan and lynn gilden of the gilden group at realty pros look these guys are the absolute best realty pros is the best in volusia county and jonathan is my guy that i go to for any real estate needs i vouch for him give him a shout 386-451-2412 so today we've got to learn how to hit the old pause button. So what that means is in relation to strength training, good old resistance training. As all of you probably know by now, I always say form is everything. It all comes down to how we do things. That's the most important variable. Intensity is the most important variable. We don't just want to go through the motions. We want to make sure what we're doing, we're doing correctly, and that is the big push that I've always done. I believe in that. And part of form is the tempo, and part of tempo is the pause. The pause is such a simple thing, but it's such an important thing. So we have to learn the science of the pause. And what that means is there's a part in most every, but not every, strength training or resistance training exercise where we need to pause or where I should say we should pause. It's important because when we pause, we're actually working the isometric part of the contraction of the muscle. All right. So there are three contractions in the muscle that matter. There is the concentric portion or the concentric contraction and that is when the muscle fiber itself is shortening which means it's tensing which means that's on the positive so that's when you feel the resistance and you're pushing through the resistance that's the concentric portion and then there is the eccentric portion and that's when the muscle fiber actually lengthens what a lot of us call the negative or when we are taking tension off of the exercise, but often forgotten is the isometric contraction, and that's where we pause. And the pause is a beautiful thing because number one, that's a part of strength all by itself. Like you have to be able to hold tension. That's a part of strength It's holding the tension. The other thing, that makes this very important is it gives you the ability to stop momentum. We don't want to use momentum during any part of our resistance training. I mean, that's just silly. If we're using momentum, we're not really using the right muscles to move the load, which means you're not even close to using the right muscle fibers to use the load. All right. So like an extreme example would be you're standing up doing dumbbell curls and you are flexing the elbows like you're supposed to 
for dumbbell curls or any form of a curl. But you're also kind of throwing your hip, hips back and then hips forward on the concentric portion of it. So on the way up, you're throwing your hips forward. So momentum has taken it probably 50% of the way. Well, you're really not training your biceps effectively when you do that. People will tend to do that when they're using too much weight or when they're using heavy weight and they want to say that they do a certain amount of weight for their bicep curls or add in any example you want to. And of course, if you use momentum, you're going to be able to swing more load up there. But really, that's just a massive ego proposition because you're not really lifting the weight slow and controlled. So we want to always try to eliminate momentum as much as possible because we want to keep tension on the muscles. And by the way, it's momentum and speed that are the primary reasons why people can get hurt in the gym. It's not the load. When people say, I'm afraid to get hurt, I don't want to go heavy. It's typically not the load that does it because the reality is if it's real heavy, you're not going to move it anyway, so you can't get hurt. And next, if it's real heavy or heavy, but you can move it, you're moving it really slow. So unless you get trapped, meaning you don't have a spotter, which is stupid, I would hope you wouldn't do that anyway, you really can't get hurt. But where we can get hurt is from speed and momentum. If we fling the weights around, most likely we can pull a muscle. And it's like everything we do. If we pull a hamstring, it's because we sprinted out of the box really quick and we pulled it. So typically injuries come from speed, not from load. So let's get back to the pause. The pause is so critical because one, it stops momentum and two, it's part of the muscle contraction that often gets neglected. Now, where do we pause? So pretty much on all rotary exercises, and rotary exercises are primary joint exercises, or you may know them as isolation exercises. So when we isolate a particular muscle group of any kind, deltoids, biceps, quads, hamstrings, whatever, we should pause at the top if we are doing a flexion or extension type of exercise. We should pause at the bottom if we're doing a form of flexion exercise, okay? So if that didn't make sense to you, extension means that you're lengthening the joint. Flexion means that you're shortening the joint. If you really haven't thought about that or care to think about that, just pretty much think where is the hardest point I should pause at that point. So on a leg extension, when the plates are connected to each other, obviously that's not very hard because the load is resting on the load, right? But when you extend all the way to the top and the only thing holding that weight stack up is your quads, that's when you pause, okay? So on primary or isolation exercises, pause at the hardest part and O is pause. Even dumbbell flies, there should be a pause with them. On machines, there should be a pause. Like should, meaning you want to get the most out of it, right? It's not that the exercise is deemed ineffective if you don't pause. It's just that it is more efficient and effective if you do. And personally, I believe in efficiency and effectiveness, right? So we do a lot of 30-minute strength sessions here. 
If I want the person to get the absolute best out of that 30 minutes, I'm going to make sure that we're doing techniques that are going to make sure that they get the best out of that. So pausing is one of the ways to do that. All right. Why don't people pause? Because then they have to use lighter weights and people don't like to use lighter weights. They get their egos involved. Now, if let's take hammer curls, I just picked that because I don't know. It's the example that came to mind. I could probably do eight fairly clean reps with 50 pound dumbbells on a hammer curl if I don't pause, but they're still clean. Like a lot of people would look at that and go, oh, that's pretty good form. And it probably is in many areas, but if I'm not pausing again, I can use 50 pounds. Now, if I'm going to pause, I'm probably down in the 25 to 30 pound range for the same repetition, still fairly heavy loads but at the same time, 20 pounds less than the other. But the reality is I'm getting more out of the lighter weight. So if my fragile little ego can handle it, which it can, because I would rather get results, then I'm going to use the slightly lighter weight and pause. All right. Final part of the pause. What about on compound movements? What about on multi-joint movements? So those are the movements that are done with more than one muscle group. Take, for example, a squat. That's a multi-joint exercise. Well, on the squat, you don't pause at the top. You actually pause and squeeze at the bottom because that is where the most tension resides. And just like the curl example I gave you, huge difference if you don't pause. Again, do you have to? No, it can still be pretty clean form without it. And there are days and reasons we don't. For example, if somebody is doing a fast set of air squats to work on, say, some cardio conditioning or endurance, then you don't necessarily pause. But if you are training that squat exercise for strength, then you're going to want to pause. So essentially, on exercises that are requiring like where you would normally lock out like a squat, like a chest press, things like that, you actually pause at the bottom. Now on exercises that are poles, like lat pull downs, other compound exercises, but they're poles, you actually pause at the point of full flexion, okay? Here's the easy reminder. Pause where it is hard, all right? Can't undervalue the effectiveness of the pause. And I want you to hit pause today and do it. Speaking of hitting pause, you never need to do that with your garage doors if you have hired overhead door of Daytona Beach because their doors always work. You don't have to pause. They have the best customer service. They have the best door. So please give them a shout at overhead door Daytona. Dot com. Please hit download. Please share this with your friends. And until next time, be max fit and be max well.